Hi, welcome to the Soul Journer Podcast, where you get to reclaim your confidence and clarity holistically through the many facets that make you, you. Let's create the life our souls have been craving. I'm your host, Amberly Ann Drake. Let's journey on. Hey, welcome back. On part one with Kiki Yura, we were talking about how the BS filter in our brains can really trip us up when we're trying to manifest the life of our dreams, or anything for that matter. When we're not trusting the GPS system to get us where we're supposed to go, it really can make things difficult when we're trying to utilize our brain to make happen what we want to happen. So, Part two, we're going to be tapping in to some actionable tips, tricks, and how-tos of utilizing our powerful brain to create and manifest the life that we ultimately desire. Tune in. It's coming up right now. That's the thing is that the universe is always going to give you what's in your best interest. And like I said, nine times out of 10, you don't even know what your best interest is. Like... It's when you try to say it has to happen this way by this time by, you know, with these people, you are trying to play God. Yeah. Stop it. Stop. And like, and trust that it's like, I keep going back in my own, like recent his like my own story recently of just like being a child again. Like, and playing, having fun and just expect, I'm sorry, but when you are five, you, for the most part, if we had a healthy childhood, we did not just like wonder if we were going to have water or food or snacks. Like it was just like, mom, I want a snack. And like, it just magically appeared. Yeah. That's the universe is always taking care of us. But at some point we start adulting and it's like, this is has, to, it has to be hard. And like, I need to hustle. And like, I need to like, actually, no, you don't lean back. Yeah. Trust snacks are on their way. Like They just are the more fun you're having and trusting that like everything is working out for you. And then noticing when they do. And I think this is a huge key is like cementing it in. Like I keep talking about my car. I'm like, that happened. It was amazing. And look at how much fun, look at how easy it was. And it gets to be easy. It gets to be easy. That is the thing. So many of us have been conditioned. This is the thing. So according to NLP, we go through these different periods of um, modeling slash like priming with our brains. And from the age of zero to seven, we Mm -hmm. are walking subconscious minds. So we don't have, this is the reason why we believe in Santa and the tooth fairy and snacks are on their way. And all of these things is because we don't know any different. And we, the only thing that we are taking in during that time is anything. We don't have this thing called the critical faculty. So we don't have a conscious brain between those, those ages. We just think anything is possible. And so after the, around the age of seven, our critical faculty comes in and we start thinking for ourselves. We start, um, having that conscious mind, that reasoning mind come in. But up until that point, all of the information that we have taken on as truth because we don't know any better is 
that of our primary caregivers, our teachers, our peers, right? Mm -hmm. Anyone who we interact with. So if Susie at preschool says it has to be this way, then yeah, okay, it has to be this way, right? Like, or my mommy says it's all of these things. And then we kind of just put them on, right? Like we just like put them on and then like we don't question. We don't question anything. It's just the way it is. And then when we do start taking these things on, we're taking it on from what we've been told, from the beliefs of others. So if our parents, if our teachers haven't done the work to really become conscious humans, then we are taking on their stuff from their parents, from their parents, from their parents, from the, it's generational. Yeah. So until you decide to bridge or sorry, close that gap, that generational gap cut the cord of the bullshit from the past. Mm-hmm. It can be fun. It can be easy. Money, health, all of these things, freedom. You were born free. You were born free. Well-being is your natural state. Abundance is your natural state. Mm-hmm. And the universe wants you to be that way, but you have to go through and decondition yourself to get rid of all of the bullshit that you have been told over these years. Yeah, no, absolutely. And if you're listening to this and you want to manifest more money, I would definitely say get the un- unleash your inner money, babe. That like journaling prompts are like, that's how I started. I mean, and that's how I stumbled into that idea of like cutting the cord from my parents mm. because I was raised with money is you have to save everything you make. You have to make sure that you're working really hard because if you don't work hard now, then you're not going to have money later. And like, mm. like, you have to, have to, have to. And that's where I got the have to beliefs. And that's where I hit burnout in my business was just, I am exhausted because I have to do all these things or it's not like, and it's like, no, actually you don't. And like you said, it gets to be fun. It gets to be easy. I have to lean back and trust that snacks are on their way. Like they're just coming to me. If I could just chill the F out. (laughs) (laughs) We walk around like I would say the majority of society is relatively unhappy. You know what I mean? Yeah. We we do the whole school. Like I went through, I knew that I was not meant to go to university Me after too. the first year. And I told my parents this and they were like, no, you can either go to school on our dime, which I am like so grateful for. Of course. And yeah. they said, or you can come home and pay rent. And I was like, well, I guess I'll go to school then. <laughs> so... <laughs> Right. I did that. And then I went and did a postgrad in public relations because that's what I wanted to do originally. I knew that that was like along my path and is really what brought me to where I am today. But I did all of those things. And I see all these people who are in jobs that they don't enjoy, that they do just to get by, that they you know, don't even have enough money to really live a good life and only get two weeks of vacation a year and Mm -hmm. all of these things that like, it's not meant to be that way. So when someone comes along like you or I and challenges the status quo, people get pissed off. People don't like to, and I'm not saying people don't like to see you win, but it's like, you're either going to be a trigger to someone or you're going to inspire them. There's no real middle ground. And the people that you trigger are not going to be your people or will eventually one day be your people because they're going to go through a shift of their own, right? Yeah. Because it doesn't have to be 
hard. And so when you can lead the way, I that's the whole reason I love what I do is because I get to show people what's possible. And I say this a lot in my teachings, like I am here to show you what's possible, that it doesn't have to be the way that like you are not meant to fit in the box that society has placed around you, period. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. I love, I mean, I love it. I love all of it just because it is, it's like, I, I have gone through, I very recently went through a phase of just like, I felt like the black sheep. Like I always was like, I just don't fit in. I don't fit in here and I don't fit in here. And like the community that I thought I had like grown and developed and like made this community of people. It was like the more I elevated, the more they were like, Oh, this is uncomfortable. This is, (laughs) it it had nothing to do with me. And it's like, this is uncomfortable for me. Because I think that I'm supposed to have 2.5 kids and a dog and a white picket fence. And like, I have to wait until Friday to have fun. Like, I love that you say this because <laughs> I always say 2.5 kids. I'm telling you, you and I are the same person. I love this so much. I hate, like, and of course, when you're a kid and that's what's ingrained into you, right? Like, I am in my 30s now. And I have friends who did the thing, who got married young and started having kids and they're getting divorced now. It's like, that is not my dream. That is not, I am at a point where I don't even know if I want kids anymore, right? Like, I don't feel old enough to have children. I know I I want children. I was that person that wanted to get married. Yeah, yeah, but like I was that person who wanted to get married, who wanted the white picket fence, who wanted that ideal life, and now I'm like, fuck no! Like I'm, I'm jetting off as soon as I can. Like I want to. Yeah, live I'm like, I want a from. studio that's easy to clean, so I can leave whenever I want. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I do not, and it's not. I mean, I know my husband and I have had this conversation multiple times recently. Of like, are we actually sure we want to have kids? And then we're like we know that we do like deep inside of us, we want to have children, but we don't want children yet. And that's like where the pressure starts to come on. Like, it's like, well, you guys have been married for a year so. And it's like, we've only been married for a year. Uh, Yeah. All right, Kathy, I have my entire life ahead of me. So I can have kids. My mom's name's Kathy. (laughs) Your mom is? Hi, Kathy. How are you? Hey, Kathy. Um, But it is, it's like, we get forced into these boxes and it's like, I can have kids when I want, how I want, maybe I I won't have kids. Maybe I'll adopt. Yes. Like it doesn't like, and it, I know that that's something that I'm going to like, honestly, when I was in kindergarten, you know, and they go around and they ask like, what do you want to be when you grow up? I was like, I want to be a mom. And they're like, oh, you actually have to pick something that like you do. Like that's not, and I'm like, okay, being mom is a hard job. First of all, secondly, like, I guess I don't know. I'll be a firefighter. Like, what am I like? I don't know. Like what I'm in preschool. I don't know. But like I did, I chose that at a young age and it's something I know that I'm going to do, but I just know and trust that it's out there. I don't like, I don't have to make it happen in a certain time frame. And And my, like my whole thing is that when I decide to commit to someone, like I really want to be part of that percentage now that doesn't do the divorce thing. And so if it means that I have to get married in my mid to late thirties or even in my forties, like I would rather do that than I don't even, it's funny because I joke about this. I don't even want really like a traditional, um, 
marriage. I want the ring, I want the dress, and I want the party. I always joke about this. I'm like, I don't need a legal piece of paper. Like, if we're just going to agree to do our own thing, then that's cool. But like, let's invite our friends to yeah to celebrate. Like to celebrate the fact that like my husband and I just celebrated our four year anniversary. You should definitely go stock our um, wedding photo is or our wedding video is just thank you. Um, and every time I see it, I just am like. I'm so thankful that we decided to do what we wanted to do. And mm-hmm. in so many ways, I had to just say no a lot during that season of just like, yes, no, this is my wedding. I want it to be what I want it to be. And I love that now we're talking about wedding and marriage, uh, but like the same thing, it's like the same thing happened with my husband that happened with my car that is going to happen with all the things in my life that are good. And that I desire is that like the second that I let go mm. and I trusted that just like, I can be happy right now with what I am. My husband came in and like, like out of nowhere hit me like a butt. Like he just came out of nowhere and it was just like, oh, okay. Like I was just ready to be happy and like good with myself. And Mm. then all of a sudden he came out of nowhere. And it's the exact same thing happened to me. I was in a seven year on again, off again, um, emotionally abusive relationship. And Mm -hmm. I had zero self-worth at the time. So I let all of that shit happen to me. And then finally we honestly, I'd say in the seven years, we were off just as much as we were on. And so when I hit that final last straw of like, I don't want to feel this, like this is effort, like hard effort. And I was like, F this noise. I, I then got into this mindset of, I have to find someone else right now so I don't go back to him. Mm-hmm. And I was desperately, like, like desperate energy. Like, looking at her, girl. Like, <laughs> there she is. She's ready for you. <laughs> but I was just so, like, when I would go out, when I would, you know, be at the the, the coffee shop or the gym or whatever, I was constantly scanning of, like, uh, yes. And this was because I didn't want to be alone and have him come back into my life and be mm. like, well, you can't find anyone. Like you should just be with me, blah, blah, blah. And he coaxed me, like manipulated me back with him so many times. And I wanted to have, I didn't have that strength. So I wanted to have an, a reason as to why I wouldn't do it. And yeah. then I wrote a list of all, cause then I just got really sick of like chasing guys and having guys not like it would be a really great night and then I would never hear from them again. Mm. And so that made me realize after discovering all of this manifestation stuff, I was like, fuck my energy, like my desperation energy. Like I was probably stage five clinger energy. (laughs) And so (laughs) I realized that that was not going to vibe. So what I did was I said, I'm just going to let this go. I'm going to focus on me. I'm going to do the things for me. I wrote a list of all of the things I wanted in a partner and I put it away. And this was right in the time of the cancer diagnosis. I was about to go and work on a cruise ship. Um, And the way cruise ships work, did you work on a cruise ship too? I was this close. (laughs) I am telling you, like, this is insane. If no one else is having fun with this podcast, they can just leave. Because, like, this is insane like I'm telling you I was like this close like I like applied 
What like I, I was ready. Um, I think Carnival is the one that I applied. <laughs> yes. Okay. So I, you know, the way that it works is that you yeah. go for six months and mm-hmm. you are working every single day. So what I did was I took a trip. I had never been west of Ontario before. So I took a trip out to British Columbia. I went to Vancouver and to Whistler mm-hmm. and I, this was probably two months after I wrote the list. I met a guy. We had a wonderful time together. We exchanged numbers, all of these things, blah, blah, blah. He was the guy that I moved to Northern BC for. But like in that time, we were just chatting back and forth. Obviously, like I was there for, we met, we knew each other for three days. And then I went and I worked on the ship and we stayed in contact. We stayed in touch. And about three months into my contract, I was like, the list. He was everything. And I didn't know about manifestation at this point. And so when I did Unleash Your Inner Money, Babe, two years later, mm-hmm. everything just clicked. I was like, oh my God, I manifested cancer. I manifested Josh. I manifest like all of these things I manifested. And that month, I think I had gone big. I had put in the book that I wanted to manifest like ten, eleven thousand dollars Yeah. And I ended up in two months manifesting $22,000. You're like first time that I manifested 20, 22,000, something like that. And you're like, Oh my gosh. Like, Oh my gosh. And it's, it's so interesting because my, like you said, like about just things, your, your relationship felt like effort, what you're doing, everything felt like effort. And it's like, people, I don't like talk about it a ton. Cause I feel like it is a trigger, but like, I'm going to start it. My husband's and my relationship is easy. Yeah. It is easy. There are hard points in it where it's like, we have to make a decision to, to lean, to roll to the middle and to communicate. And like, sometimes mm-hmm. those things are just uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but, it's but that's easy. part of a relationship. That's part of a relationship period. That's part of what I'm dealing with human beings period. Yeah. But like, 99.8% of the time it is easy and it is effortless and we love each other. And it's just, it's easy. And it was easy to manifest my car. It was easy to manifest him. And it's like, when we start slipping into effort, mm-hmm. we're doing it wrong. Yes. Oh we're doing it wrong. God. And you, you have to ask yourself, where is this coming from? Is it coming from a space of desire or is it coming from a space of desperation? Ooh, I love that. Ooh, that just literally flowed out of desire, me. Desire, desperation. Okay. And I need, okay, here's the thing. Guys, Number I blow one, my own damn mind sometimes. Kiki is going to be back on this podcast a thousand percent for sure. Uh, Secondly, because we could go on all day. We could. I was hoping that maybe you could give the listeners just like a couple of like tips. You're in here. You're like, okay, I want things to be effortless. I want to start manifesting things, but my brain is like bullshitting me. Like it's like calling, calling me out of my stuff. What do we do? Just a couple of tips to just like, what do we do? Okay. Oh my God. My brain is like firing at a million miles a minute. (laughs) So first of all, from an NLP standpoint, your brain does not know the difference between imagination and reality. So the more that you can visualize something first, okay, before that, you have to get clear on what it is that you want. The universe loves clarity and specificity, okay? So I joke, like sometimes people say, I had a client who was manifesting a half million dollar year for her business. Yeah. 
And she didn't clarify that she wanted it for her business. So she just clarified $500,000. She, she messaged me a couple of weeks later and she goes, well, I got my 500,000 in the form of a mortgage. And I was like, it's still $500,000. You just weren't specific enough. Yeah. And that's what I joke about with, um, with Josh is that he was a perfect manifestation. He checked all of the boxes that I had and the boxes that I had were very, um, it was like, I wanted him to be tall and I wanted him to have blue eyes and I wanted him to have, <laughs> play guitar and like be responsible and own a home and things like that. And yeah. he checked all of the boxes and like come from a wonderful family. And like that, that was actually a thing because my ex came from a broken family. So he came from a wonderful family, but like, I didn't specify on like how I wanted to feel in the relationship. And the reason why we ended was because I never felt like I was a priority in our relationship. And that was a huge mm -hmm. thing. Like we're still incredible friends. I digress. The, the thing that I'm trying to get at is that you want to be specific about your yeah. manifestation. So be specific, get clear. And then when you visualize the thing that so many people miss is that they don't get into the feeling so yes. there is, if you do not have the connection between your mind and your body, mm -hmm. the, your, your head and your heart, you are not going to be a powerful manifester. So what you want to do is really find ways to get into good feelings. And this is why Amber and I talked about the play and the ease and high vibe. Like what can you do to raise your vibration? to really make things easy and effortless. And so let's say you're calling in more abundance into your life, right? You want to manifest an X amount of dollar a year business, right? It's like, how can you experience these forms of abundance now? Like, what are you going to do when you have this money? And how can you experience that now? So one of my favorite examples is that I will go to the spa on a regular basis. I will go and get massages. I will do all of the high vibe things. It's not in that possibility for me right now. So instead of going to the spa once a month, I go and I'll book a massage once, you know, a quarter or once every mm -hmm. six months to still get in that vibe. What do I do when like, I want to have beautiful flowers in my home all the time. Yeah. What do I do in the meantime? I go and once a month, I buy myself one white, uh, rose, one single long stemmed white rose. And I just keep it in my bathroom. And then I go and instead of going to the spa in between, I'll make myself a bath once a week and I'll do like just the things that still feel good mm -hmm. without costing a ton because so many people do like, Oh my God, I'm going to act as if, and I'm going to rack up and I'm going to do my, yeah, your credit card's spend. like crying. And you, yeah. Your credit card cries. Right. So what you need to do is get into the energy of it without breaking the bank. Yeah. Well, and like you can do that. I mean, do you like going for it? Like, what is it going to feel like when you drive your new car? Like go for a drive on and with the songs playing and like get into the energy of like, I can't wait to be in my new car or I can't wait mm -hmm. to go on a road trip or like whatever. And it's like, enjoy and speaking about it. Yeah. I can't wait. Right. Like, I am so excited for my new car. 
it's like calling it in, especially for me as a manifesting generator, I have a defined throat center. So as soon as I speak something into existence, it happens that much faster. So you guys have to really be careful about your language as well. Well, If you're calling in abundance and you're walking around all the time saying, I'm broke, I can't afford this. Uh You're talking about your debt that's where your focus is. So focus on what you want. And what comes to you, like more debt, right? Like, well, and like what we said earlier about the like, I wish versus I can't wait. Mm. I wish I could go to the spa. I wish I could afford a new car. Yeah. I wish I had more money. I I can't wait to go to the spa once a month. I cannot wait to be able to like buy my new car. And like that energy energy. so different. The energy behind your words hold energy, right? Your thoughts hold energy. So focus on what you want. Don't say, I don't want debt because you're still, the universe doesn't negate. So if you're not wanting debt, you're still focused on debt. So I want financial freedom. I want financial abundance. Put yourself on the right track. Right. I want the universe to pay off my student. I want the, I want the government to pay off my husband's student loans. Like that's yes. what I want. By the way, universe, I want the government to pay off my husband's student loans. Please there's a defrauding, there's a defrauding stuff out there. Right. Off like the I want loan. them to just be magically gone. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm just throwing that out there. I want them to I magically I am open disappear. to receiving the finances to pay off that. that exactly. Loan. And that's so different than like, I wish that like mm-hmm. ITT tech hadn't like screwed over. Like, you know, like you get into that, like, and I wish that like, and I know that I have done that yeah. and it's so easy to get into that energy. Oh, totally. And totally. so basically to recap, get into the feeling of what it is that you want by being really specific, feeling the feels of it. And you do, it doesn't have to cost money to get into that energy. And last bit of our recap Kiki's amazing and I'm so excited that she was on with us and I'm telling you she's gonna be back because this was way too much fun for me um thank you I had so much fun too and I am so excited for your podcast I know like I'm so this I can't believe that this conversation is gonna get to be a part of it like it's good it's so great and so last question for you this time is where can we come hang out with you on the internet Uh, please come hang out with me everywhere on the interwebs. I am on Instagram and Facebook as at Namaste Babe. So if you do facebook.com, instagram.com slash Namaste Babe. And then I also have a Facebook community called the Namaste Babes. And I also just launched a podcast at the beginning of the month. So I would love for you to come and check out the Namaste Babe podcast, most popular on iTunes and Spotify. Yes, I'm so excited. I'm so excited for you. Um, also, last little bit, she does have, you have something coming up end of December, beginning of January. Yes, yeah. I am working on... Um, a couple things right now behind the scenes. So I am going to be opening up. I have a mastermind for entrepreneurs who are really wanting to take their business to the next level by aligning their energy, calibrating, Mm. collaborating with 
people in the container and really matching their frequency. So that's going to be starting in January and the doors, the wait list is now open, but by the time this is launching, it'll be like fully open. I have a digital vision board workshop that's going to be starting. I haven't decided as of right now. So end of December, beginning of January, uh, we're going to be launching that. And it's a two day, like really entry level. You get to spend two hours with me. I teach you all the things, law of attraction, manifestation. And then we learn on the second day how to create your vision board and keep it for your computer, your, um, your phone, like your screensaver. Oh yeah. And then I'm also working on a manifestation program that's going to be launching in January. Ah, all of the things. I am oh. so excited. I am so excited that you and I got to connect and just be in this energy together. And like the fact my that my cheeks hurt from smiling. So hard. I know like this is insane to me how just everything is amazing. Um, just everything's amazing. It gets to be amazing. We're manifesting right now. Yeah. It's fun. Everything's fun. And, um, this was awesome. And Kiki, Thank I can't so wait to have you on, on. Um, again. This was just amazing. And so I love you a ton. I love you too. Oh my gosh. Yay. Um, thank you. Sojourner listeners. Um, go find Kiki. Everything's going to be in the show notes. So easy click in, go find her and um, stalk her on the interwebs. Bye guys. Bye.